2018. Tom, should we run an intro before we get going? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're already here. All right, well, coming to you live, in person. Fuck it, we'll and, do it live. And we are really doing it live on Sox Twitter. Uh, we're not doing it live. Um, <laughs> but it's the Sons of Monarchy podcast with your hosts, Drunk Shy Sox fan. And Todd Take Tommy. On this episode of the Sons of Monarchy podcast, we are doing it live. Uh, streaming, that is. And we're going to be, uh, well... Guess what? It's opening day. So we're talking about opening day shit, opening day things, and uh, we're going to have fun. April Fools, we're going to have a lot of fun. Got you. All of this brought to you by us. <laughs> Welcome back to the Sons of Honarchy podcast. It's your boy, Steve-O. And Hot Take Tommy. So what we've got planned today is a little bit of over-unders and shit, but before we do that, we got to shout out. Before we do out. that, shout out to Crack'em. <laughs> uh, Socks on tap. <laughs> or pour yourself a vodka soda, because, you know. Either way, get the drinks rolling, baby. It's opening day. That's. I hope you all are super pumped. I mean, honestly, just having baseball back, Tom. This has been, I had, like, having baseball in the tube. Like real baseball, not yes. just spring training baseball. Not fake baseball. I had so much work today. I got nothing done. Like, yeah. I swear to God, nothing got done today. Not the productivity level was zero. The productivity? I've never heard of productivity. I've heard of productivity. Okay, you can go. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be nice to you today because it's a Aww, holiday. Oh, you're such a sweetheart. A you really are. You are such a sweetheart. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I, I, couldn't, well, we're at, it, I couldn't last five we're seconds. We're at Tommy's crib. Kind of I you. provided dinner, yes, and Tommy's providing the beers. So we'll see yes. who you know who gets the better part of that yeah. deal uh, throughout the night. Um, looks like it's a raw deal for me, actually. <laughs> so, um, hey, I want, I want to say... Um, Shout out to Father Zoe. He uh, yes. he retweeted that we were gonna hop on right after them today. Thanks, guys. Um, so Pinwheels and Ivy podcast was on before us. So if you haven't heard them, if you haven't tuned into them before, I know a lot of people who are listening to this now have before and know Father Zoe and and uh, Aldo and, and K Fids. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Great dudes. Um, so make sure that you go tune into their podcast if you've never done that before. In addition to that, um, they did a little pregame preseason thing as well. So go check their their stuff out. Uh, after you're done listening to us. Um, but um, let's hop right into this, Tom. 162-game season right ahead of us. This hasn't happened. Just think about it for a second. This hasn't happened since 2019. <laughs> there you go, Alex. Yes, Alex asked you me need to take to the hat off. There you go. You goddamn bald-ass head over It's wisdom. It's wisdom, he said. Wisdom. <sighs> you know what it is? <laughs> never mind, never mind. <laughs> I'm being Bad nice genetics. To you. I'm being nice to you today. I told I, – it's a holiday for baseball fans. 162 games hasn't happened since 2019, um, and that was we we last time we were ready for a 162 game slog. We were just coming off the heels of the Machado, yeah, yeah, getting disappointed so, by our front office once again. Think um, about that for a second. That's <laughs> how never, long ago. Never forget when we thought we were in the running for Manny Machado or Bryce Harper, right? <laughs> um, you know, we did get a John Jay though. We had a seat at the table. That's what matters. <laughs> is we had a seat at the table. Okay. Um, well, Tom, since it's the beginning of the year, mm. and we do we do this every year. This is our third year running in doing this beginning of the year shit. Yes. Um, yeah. On a podcast, and That's we do it every year. Cool. Over unders, baby. Over unders. So, 
Um, Carrie said, hey, Steve, and some random guy on the stream, <laughs> by the you. way. Fuck you, Carrie. <laughs> Yo, um, <laughs> just wait till we get to magical talk. So, so mm-hmm. let's let's start this over-under talk because we do this every single year. Good tradition that we have going, and we're going to keep it going, right? Yeah, indeed. Here we go. So the first one that I have running for you, Tom, is uh, Andrew Vaughn. Is he going to start over or under 100 games in left field this year? I saw you put that... <laughs> <laughs> the chats that are rolling in just got me. <laughs> oh, Carrie's in here. Question mark. <laughs> so I, the fact that you set this at a hundred games, you must be fucking high. Like they, you said you brought an edible. I thought you took it beforehand. Like, are you dumb? They're gonna I, want I him. Don't... They're gonna want him in the everyday lineup. He's, They're going to want him in the everyday lineup, right? There, there's a DH role. There's all these other things that he could be doing. He played two games in left field in spring training, and maybe, like you were saying last time we chatted, he's probably hadn't played left field since middle school, if he did. So, no, 100 games is way too fucking high. You got to think angles back in a week and a half. So, chill. All right, Chill all right. With that. Here's the thing. I mean, he's definitely playing. He's going to be in over 100 games this year, right? Yeah, in gonna, left, in left field, probably he's not 100. Play 100 games plus. I, he's going to play a majority of his games in left field this year. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. A majority of his games. A majority of 100 and probably 30. You know, he's going to see the field that much as long as he doesn't get hurt. Well, there's already been Rodon talk in in the chat here, so. <laughs> Let me hop to that over under. <laughs> Carlos Rodon IL stints. I sent I, I put at point five. Is he gonna have one or more? Okay. This is my thing though. Is it is it going to be a sixty game stint on the DL or a ten game stint on the you were not clear on the DL because if it's a ten game stint on the DL, everybody has a ten game stint on the DL. IL, IL, IL. shut up, whatever. It's fine. It's it's going to happen that he's going to have a 10-day stint on the IL. Is he going to have a 60-game stint? No fucking way. No he's fucking definitely going to be on the IL at least once. I can guarantee you. And but I feel like it's going to be longer for ten, longer than 10 games. I, Dude, I don't know. Or multiple he, 10 games. It's going like to be hard to keep him off stints. the field, I think. I think he's going to be all about pitching every five days. Well, hey, as long as those steroids don't kick in, right? I, and the, no, the no, no. As long as those steroids do kick in, give him more steroids. <laughs> the more steroids, So the this is my new theory, everybody, for those of you that are listening he right now. He spouted this fucking today. Today, I came up with this. Carlos Rodon is pumping 98 because he's on steroids, guys. I'm really worried about the random drug test that's going to come up. Kopech's <laughs> going to get put into this rotation quicker than we think. Um <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's I mean, we got Kopech talk in the chat too. So let's talk Kopech. Kopech starts twelve games this year. You like over or under? No. No. You he's, taking under? I'm taking under. Oh. He's he's on an inning. In the regular he, season. Twelve. He's on an innings limit. Right? We're we know this. We know this. And a hundred percent guaranteed he's coming out the bullpen the bulk of the year. I think with Rodon injury problems, with Lopez not proving himself, Lopez with Stever not get being ready, your Lopez loving ass. All out of this, this. No, I'm not a Lopez lover. You know that. But at the same time, <laughs> I think by All Star break, you're gonna start seeing Kopech make starts. All Star break. I. This is the consistently. Thing. This is the problem that I have with that. It's that Rodon's gonna be so good that you can't take him out of the. You're not. You. You're not. 
yeah. going to well, shit on me immediately. I thought I'm, I'm, I'm just letting you rant. Look, look. I'm letting you rant. We, you know, in the chat here, my, our guy Alex Rude, great, you know, big supporter of Sox Twitter in general um, and of the Sons of Honarchy podcast. But he said they'll go to Lopez and Lambert first, in my opinion, which is I, honestly like if they yeah, go to Lopez the first, thing. they can. Sh- no. Well, mm, if Rodon mm, gets mm, hurt or if somebody gets hurt is what he's saying. So I, don't I agree. Have time for that, I though. agree. Pre all star break. Post All Star break, I think that's when you start to break Kopech out of the fold, especially August. August and September, you're gonna. I think you're gonna start to see Kopech in a once every five game rotation. I personally, personally, he's innings limited, but he's not. He's not gonna pitch less than. I don't see him pitching less than at least 130 innings this year. Well, look, you you said 12 starts, right? Yeah. If you plug in the postseason. Then, I think if you plug in the postseason, I think he gets there. I hope he gets there. I cope he gets there. There you go. There you go. But I don't know. And I'm not, yeah, I'm Alec, not. Alex math is not my strong suit for <laughs> sure. Uh, with with the innings and whatnot. I mean, do it this way, right? I mean, I'd, even ten starts, right? Ten starts times six is sixty, right? Uh, or times six innings is, mm-hmm. is sixty, right? Mm-hmm. So there's there's kind of a benchmark there, and um, probably what. 80 innings out of the pen. Um, so Smashing the under on that. I'm sorry. I can't. It's going to be close, I feel like. Uh, let's keep talking starting pitching. Dylan Cease, ERA at four. You're taking the under or the over? Yeah, he's over. He's over. He's he's over on that. I'm sorry. I can't. That's that. That's your fourth starter right there. Uh, yeah, it's my fourth starter, but he's going to be sixth starter by the end of the season. I don't. Wow. Guy, this is a hot take from Hot Take Tommy right well, here. Well, Rodon's going to be the shit. You know he's fixed, right? <laughs> Dylan Cease was fixed. I I forgot. Uh, Aaron Kravitz is is our new yeah, that's uh, right bullpen coach. You and the butchering and of bu- the name every time on purpose. <laughs> You're I not going to get me to say it wrong. <laughs> you did one Ethan time. Katz. Aaron Kantz, um is not a wizard. I'm sorry, he's not a wizard, Harry. And it's just. <laughs> One off season of work. Is so you're telling fix. me Rodon's gonna be better than Cease? I'm a hundred percent. Oh yeah, all right, hundred percent. All right, miss me with that. that. It's gonna be close. I think his ERA is gonna be close to four. I think it's gonna be like four. I'd take the over still four one four two, um, but he's he's not. No, no, he's gonna be close. He's gonna be close to four. He's gonna be a lot closer to four than Rodon will be. Well, that's the thing. Un- under four is actually a pretty tall fucking task. I mean, it's still yeah, the major it's leagues. Good. It's very good. So, uh, but no, then again, I mean, he's, he's shoved in spring training. I, I, so. s- I say he's under five. I say he's definitely under five. All right. Is that? That's nice. Under five. Yes, absolutely. I would definitely, I would mash the shit out of that. Now, he was like over 70 last year, it felt like. He was under five last year. Anyway, he was actually pretty close to four, if I'm not mistaken. I think he was like 4.0 something. <laughs> um, now, mind you, strength of schedule is another. Yes. Um, yeah. And, hey, uh, shout out to Sammy Davis Jr. 5,000. 5, he is 5,000. I want to say 500. 5,000 for tweeting us out here. Um, my guy, John. All right, so let's talk pitchers still. Lucas Giolito, K9 at 12. You're taking the over, you're taking the under. Dude. Fucking easy money. You're kidding me? He's going <laughs> to... I swear to God. He was around no that one, last year. No one has figured out how to hit that high change. I'm sorry. No one. Uh, the placement... It's all about placement, okay? You can't just throw a high change up and not expect it to get spanked out of the ballpark. Ask Max Kepler. You can't just throw a high Ask change. Max <laughs> Kepler, okay? Um, here's the thing with Chiwito. Oh, yeah. Do tell. Do 12 tell. is a very high 
12 per nine. All right, K nine is is extremely high. He's literally. I will take. I will take barely under. It's going to be eleven point seven eight K nine, and I'll take it. I will be a hundred percent content with that. You're such an asshole with these. Like, I'm going to take the under. At There's point, a reason why I set these over unders. Under. I set these over unders for a reason, <sighs> right? Such an asshole with that shit. Um. Yeah, I threw tw- uh, Carry our buddy here said he threw twenty on uh, Giolito and Cy Young. It's possible. Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah. you should do that. Um, if you, like, I think he's top three. Yeah. I think he's top three for sure this year. Now, and especially after the way, I mean, uh, our guy Bieber didn't look so hot. Oh today, yeah, right? Bieber <laughs> giving up a dinger to Miggy. Um, yeah, yikes. <laughs> hey, maybe he'll be back. It's probably the steroids. Oh yeah, right? Miggy's back. I he, forgot. He's yeah. back with the steroids, probably. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Last <laughs> starting pitcher prop that I have for you: Lance Lynn to an earnings pitch. Dude, are you fucking kidding? Of course, he's a hoss. He's a hoss with a hard hoss. Yeah, he's he's gonna pitch forever. I don't like. I think he could probably pitch thirty complete games and not feel a thing. Like, uh, yes. Well, let's hope that he, we innings. don't r- run him ragged for the playoffs. We're gonna need him for a deep playoff. Run. You you don't want to give him the old uh, the old Jimmy biceps treatment. I would prefer not, considering Lancelin has considerably amount better stuff than. <laughs> Jimmy Biceps does. Um, Even though all, Jimmy Biceps stuff went on point. Blasphemy, on point. first of all. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> well, hey, Billy Hamilton was named to the 26-man, Tom. Thank God. Um, our, our guy Luke Taylor is, has, is having a wet dream right now about uh, <laughs> Billy Hamilton being in the in the starting lineup. Um, Billy Hamilton, is he going to be on the roster by the All-Star game? Is he going to stay on the roster? Yes. And I'll tell you why. Our manager is Tony La Russa from, yes, the 1980s. And he is 100% committed to stealing as many baseball bags as he can. Yeah, that's my dog uh, eating the plastic cutlery from... He'll, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that'll, that'll be fine. Um, Tony La Russa's not... He, he, he's so... Like, I think we forget how old he is. The man is n- closing in on 80 I think we forget how then. young um, Billy Hamilton is. Yeah, He's Billy, only 30. That's that is That literally threw me for a loop when I saw that. Yeah. Because he's been on 70 teams. He's been on more teams than how old so he is. So my dad said that Billy Hamilton won't be able to hit his weight and that he's so fast that he should be delivering sandwiches for Jimmy John's. <laughs> I thought that was classic. Um, that here's is the, the most <laughs> Mike Smurt thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Here's the um, problem. He I've got to say this. By All-Star, he definitely won't be on the playoff roster. I'll tell you that. I don't he know, definitely man. won't be on the playoff roster. You could do the, the, what is it, Frank Gore shit, where he's just like there to put in at like the 10th inning against... Frank Gore? Frank Gore uh, played running back for the is, Jets last year. You know who You're talking I'm, about Terrence Gore? <laughs> Get this man off the mic, please. I don't know. Get this man off the mic. His All last right. name's correct. Hey, speaking so. of outfield, let's talk about our outfield platoon. Adam Eaton, Adam Engel, OPS, over, over, OPS plus over 100. Full stop. Both guys, what? Not platoon. Platoon. I don't know, man. I don't. Platoon. Platoon. So I'm gonna go with a hundred percent over for both guys. For both guys, because Adam Angle's got that shit to prove. 
the, the thing I wanted to hear was over under how many times the broadcasting crew gets the wrong name said because that's like it's gonna be me all year. Pump. I can 100 percent agree with you. Ingle and Eaton, I'm gonna get mixed up ten times out of ten, especially when I'm drinking. <laughs> Especially when I'm drinking. It's just going to be mistakable all, no. all the time. By yeah, You think both guys are going to have an OPS plus over 100? Over yeah. league average? I Okay, well, look, at Adam Eaton's had a career. I think they're going to play 100. Eaton way too much and that his OPS plus is not going to be over 100. Angle, they, they're going to platoon in the right spots. Platoon. Whatever, platoon. In the same <laughs> spots, in the, in the right spots, and he's still going to have that OPS over 100. But... Ing, uh, ink for Ingle, but for mm-hmm. Eaton, no, I think it's gonna be under. I think it's gonna be in the ninety You're range or something. Like he's thirty-eight years old. He's like, what is he? Thirty-three, thirty-four. He's not like. I mean, he's not ancient. He's at peak fun. He's at peak. He's fun. a little overcooked. He's he's a little overcooked. I mean, you're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. All right, which ones haven't we hit on this yet? Timmy. Average, I raised it for you. Thank because you. Because 310. You taking over, you taking under. You're damn right I'm taking over. This man's going to hit 375. Timmy. By the All-Star. Over no, 310. T- <laughs> t- yeah, yes, yes. Wow. I He's going to compete for a batting title again. Like, this is the guy that he's proved himself to be. I think over 300 for sure. Over three fi- 305 probably. I'm going to take under 310. I'm going to take under 310. 306 on the air for you, Tim Anderson. Like, 306. You, I just I want you to step back and think for a second. You keep putting your over under like just There's go. a reason. There's a reason why. There's a reason why, Tom. You're like That's how over unders work. You're They're supposed to be on the line. You're you split hairs. hairs. That's what over under is. Learn how to sports bet, please. I, and then we'll talk. Yohan Mankata K rate is our next one. K percentage, pardon me. This twenty eight percent. This pissed me off. You're disrespecting him. You, you know he's, he's a high forgotten? K rate guy, right? I know he's a high K rate guy, but he's not astronomical. Like twenty eight percent is pretty high. And let me put this into perspective for you, Tom. At this point, he's a veteran. Keep so, that in mind. Correct. Let me let me put this in perspective for you. He had a really good year in 2019, right? Amazing year. Amazing. What was his K rate in 20 K percentage in 2019? Uh, what was it like? 25? Almost 30. It was Ooh. hair under 30. Oof. It was 29 point something. That's why I'm putting it at 28. Okay? Now, here's my follow-up question to you. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And a thousand percent because he's going to walk like, what, 15% of the time? I mean, fuck it. That, that's a that's high-ass walk rate. But, like, he's going to walk... I don't know if he's gonna walk that much, but he's gonna walk at one in ten plate appearances at least, if not, and, and a little bit higher than that, because he just knows the damn strike zone. That's why, like, how many people have said it during his like freshman year? He, what do you call it, rookie season? Sorry, I've been drinking. He, his his rookie year, he literally no one would stop saying it like, oh, he's got such a good eye, even better than the umps. They keep calling him out on strikes that were not yeah, favorable. He was not getting favorable calls at all. Whatever. Like, he's a veteran now. He's going to sh- <laughs> Alex is roasting you for calling you for calling him freshman. Look, I'm not sober at this point. So the whole the whole point of it being, though, all of his strikeouts whatever 
He's going to hit dingers. He's going to walk. And he's going to hit for average. You know, I, I don't right. like he's just going to if the ball is in play, it is a hit. That's the thing about him. He hits the ball fucking hard. Yeah. Piss missiles everywhere. Most definitely. Uh, yeah. Like I said, his K rate is not something that concerns me as long as he rakes. Right. If he has a 28 percent K rate and he's hitting the ball like he was in 2019, that's how many fucks I give. <laughs> It's on the screen for all of you who can see at home. It is a fat zero. Uh, that's how much I care. Last over-under, and this is perfect because we're at about the 20-minute mark. Tom, mm-hmm. Socks over-under, 89 wins. And remember, they're without Aloy until August, at least. Now, he's a 3-4 war guy for the whole entire season. So that's why it's, you know, 89 here. You know, I wanted to pretend like this was going to be an easy over for me, you know, because, you know, the optimism is at a peak right now with, with the start of the season, opening day. But, you know, you look at it and, and what, Aloy's like a three to four win player, you know, probably because he's fucking great. Um, yeah, my dog's probably going to die, by the way, guys. He's, <laughs> he's eating plastic. Just, like Just mount, mowing down on this plastic. But I don't have time. It's opening day. It's opening day. And we're day. recording a podcast. Oh, mid, Let him die. Mid to low 90s, over. Every, uh, we got a lot of overs <laughs> on, on here, Tom. That's the thing is like, okay, so the over-under was set at 90, right? Before, prior prior to losing Eloy Jimenez. You're, you're figuring if you're an Eloy lover like myself, Oh, me too. He Big fan. is a three to four win war Luke, guy. Luke Taylor, not so much. Luke Taylor, quick crapping on my guy. But here's the deal. Here's the deal. You're probably gonna be just a skosh under eighty nine wins. But stop! Don't throw. Stop! It's okay. It's okay. We're still going to win the division because the Twins are going to lose to teams like the fucking Brewers. Cardiac Kalame is back, baby. You already know. I'm so pumped that he... Oh, man. Cardiac Kalame. I Colome. love it. Yeah, yeah. Christ Kalame um, was just for the White Sox. Indeed. Indeed. Got rid of him at the right time. <laughs> Liam Hendricks going to carry us to the ship. Um, Damn right. Here, here's here's where I'm at, too. Talk about K-9 with Eight, Hendricks. I think, I'd say, I think I'd say... Ooh, this is tough. I mean, I said it 89 for a reason because I think it's going to be 89. If somebody gave me 88 and a half, I'd take the over. You're such an asshole. If somebody gave you me like, 89 and a half, I'd like take the under. Like, that's that's my number. I set that number for a reason. For a reason. I'm asking you these questions. If I were going to let my nuts hang, I'd say the over. Ah, there you go. At 90. Oh, wait at 90. a minute. Wait. Let's take a, a, a little long I think pause this team's here. talented enough. I really do think this team is talented enough. So... Me, the eternal optimist, said under. You, the, you know, asshole, said over. What is? That's just unique. I just think I just wanted to pause on that for a second. That's yeah. that's interesting. That's interesting. Also, just to let you know, somebody came on on here and said, "Hey, it's the Park Ridge Tom Cruise." Just letting you know that that just popped up in the <laughs> comments. You're the you're the Park Ridge Tom Cruise. God damn it. <laughs> So you've seen the three things, huh? Um, that's <laughs> that's what I gotta say about that. Oh, gee. <laughs> At least I'm not from Sterling, huh? <laughs> that's right. You're not. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, do you not like? So, if Rodon say it, Rodon is healthy and serviceable, and Kopech is looking amazing Look, out of the pen. Like, you don't like bumping Kopech up into a starter role by 
No, uh, unless August, unless if somebody else is injured, I and I think that's the only route for uh, Kopech to get in is if somebody else goes down. You yeah, know, if and it's if, possible, if go we, through ten point eight starters a year. Yeah, right. Yeah, thank you, Shy Sox Hayes. Who is back? Who's back? Hayes <laughs> is back, baby. We're so happy that Give Hayes him a is goddamn back on follow. Sox Twitter. Give him a goddamn follow. Let's go. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, hey, let's hop into our second part of this, Tom. Yes, we're we're at our halfway point of where we wanted to be. Um. Oh, it's. I think it's my pops. My pops is. He figured out Twitter, and he's wow. watching us live. Um, Watch he, your he, language. He doesn't want Juan Pierre the second coming in, which is Billy <laughs> Hamilton. That's what he's been calling Billy Hamilton. That is the best comp ever. Um, <laughs> Juan Pierre the second. It's too funny. Can we go back on that for a second though? Because you said he wasn't gonna hit his weight. He weighs one hundred fifty-five pounds. If he doesn't hit his weight, we got a problem. But I think he will. I, you know, he hit a hill. He don't forget he hit a home run at Wrigley one time. So that's pretty good. I'm sure Juan Pierre hit some home <laughs> runs at Wrigley too, especially when he was in a, you know. Um, all right, let's hop into our preseason predictions for awards. Mm. If we were going to give out awards, you know, at the end of the year, which was something that we usually do on the podcast mm-hmm. too for the Sox and for but the we don't, team. We don't have time for 162 games. We're going to give the awards right now. Well, we're going to predict them at least. <laughs> so let, let's uh, let's talk about this, Tom, uh, starting with Offensive Player of the Year. Who's your pick for Offensive Player of the Year? Well, it was going to be. Aloy. <laughs> That's mine, too. It would have been Aloy. <laughs> I think like a thousand percent every, every White Sox fan is in that boat where it's just like Aloy was going to be the fucking man hitting the same number of home runs on the back of his jersey, 74. Let's fucking go. He was godsend but without him i gotta go yoan mancata i'm sorry it's let's say it's damn time it's oh yeah that's wow that's great and it's backwards for him too that's good yeah i've been drinking that's my excuse too there you um it's great pick i would have here's the thing is the ones that i left blank there are a couple i left blank on here Mm -hmm. um they would have been my picks uh but i i I I have to beg to differ, obviously, you know, because this wouldn't be us you if I chose the contrarian. same. Right, I have to be a contrarian. Uh, my offensive player of the year, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let my I'm gonna let him hang. Oh my I'm gonna God. let him hang. Luis Robert. I I'd say you know no sophomore slump. You know he he figured it out. I think there's a lot that I think there's a lot that he figured out at the plate last year. I think Menachino has been working a lot with him. You know in the off season. Um, and Echino, by the way. I, I, hey, Frankie Minkino, <laughs> <laughs> as our guys at uh, Locked On say, right? Um, I like Luis. I think Luis really solidifies himself as an all-star on both ends of the field this year. Wow. I mean, I I love him. Don't get me wrong. He's La Pantera. He's got the fucking Adidas deal. He's a big fucking deal. He's, yeah. He's a big deal. I just... You know, I think he's defense first, and like, no, no knock on I him. I mean, he's playing center field, and he's playing Gold Glove center field. Exactly, yes. it, but you know, you're you're thinking about it, and it's like, can he learn how to hit a slider after only sixty games in the majors? Eh, I don't know. These some of these sliders fucking like are great. All right, and, and we're, we're back. back. 
Uh, that was uh, odd that my phone decided to just uh, take a crap on itself. But thank you for those of you that are tuning in, still staying tuned in. Um, the picture's a lot more clear, too, because your phone is nicer, Tom. But I didn't want to say anything, but no, we I was do look it. prettier now. I was 100% going to say it. Um, <laughs> I'm about to retweet part two for those uh, those people that are tuning back on. Um, but I'm going to make sure that, yep, I read Big old whoops. Tweet this, but yeah, apparently <laughs> my phone decided to want to crap out. So oh, we'll make sure that we get a nice little retweet going here, a little bit of a like action, and uh, hopefully we get some people back on. We got Luke Taylor back on, so at least, hey. My guy, Luke Taylor, can I just give a moment to, I, I, you have had the opportunity to, I have not had the opportunity to give my appreciation in the Twitter sphere to Luke Taylor. Luke Taylor, really funny, really fucking good guy. It's not the drink talking, I swear. Love you, Luke Taylor. Here a little bit. Shut just up. a little bit, Luke. <laughs> just a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> hey, and our guy, our, our guy Jim Fart is on, too. So thanks for joining us, Jim Fart. Uh, I'm kidding, Beer Garden Don't Jim. Don't think You're that's his guy. name. I d- <laughs> uh, the artist formerly known as Jim Fart. Um, well, hey, let's hop back onto this after technical difficulties. Anyway, um, we were talking about our offensive players of the year. You went with Louise, or no, I went with Louise. Pardon yeah, me. Don't put words you in my mouth. You went with Yoan, who's another great pick. Um, I just think Louise, you know, really figures some some awesome stuff out. This another year. great pick or the right pick. I'm sorry. Just I mean, like I said, I had to be a little bit of a contrarian considering you, you beat me to the punch on on a, on a couple of these defensive player of the year. And this is another one that I'd be a contrarian, contrarian on. But go with your pick first. I think, first of all, I think your pick is laughable and hilarious. Why is it laughable and hilarious? We'll do mine first, though. Obviously, Luis Robert. Luis, no, you said it wrong. <laughs> Robert, my bad. Thank you. My bad. Honestly, I'm going to take the L. Name right. I'm going to take the L. But he's, one. he's defensive player of the year. A thousand percent. A thousand times out of a thousand. Just watch him run all over the what the fuck is it called Kaufman Stadium just like he's like shagging fly balls is what he's doing or acting like it so yeah no he's player, all right he's defensive player here's of the, the year. deal Luis as defensive player of the year once again great pick and if you wouldn't have beat me to the punch I probably would have picked him a great alternate pick and I think someone who is going to surprise people behind the plate again um or in general. James people, McCann is on the Mets now. I'm sorry. Did you know? The better defensive catcher is still in Chicago. The better offensive catcher is still in Chicago. The guy that we signed a long-term deal to is still in Chicago, and that's Yasmani Grandal. Yasmani Grandal is going to make such a difference on this team when it comes to pitch framing, when it comes to being a great backstop, when it comes to being a team leader, when it comes to his discipline at the plate and being an on-base percentage guy. His power is going to kick in more this year, too, I think. I I like Ismani Grandal as the defensive player of the year this year for the White Sox. Plate discipline, yes. Pitch framing, yes. Dingers, yes. Backstop? Just because you don't like what you saw in a 60-game sample last year doesn't mean he's not capable. I mean, when you have the game on he's the still line capable. and one, you're playing oh my the God, Pirates. One game, freak out. Oh, my God. Close game. Something bad happened. We got to freak out about it. Oh, my he, God. He dropped the ball, Steve. He literally dropped the ball. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on to the next one before I bring you a new one. Okay. All right. So, reliever of the year, is that how you put it? Reliever of the year. Go go ahead, Tom. Well, Kane per nine leader and K-Strut 
per nine leader is going to be the biggest offseason signing, Liam Hendricks. You know this. Mm. I don't know why you put somebody else when Liam Hendricks is going to be the man. Liam Hendricks is going to be good. Don't get me wrong. And we need him to be good. We need him to be good. I, I emphasize we need him to be we good. We really do. We really do. Like, he's filling in what Kalame did the last couple years very well. And he's the guy to do it. But the guy Christ who's, gonna, who's going to continue. <laughs> good God. The guy who is going to be stand out and continue to break out and a guy who's in a long-term contract with this team who's going to be amazing is Aaron Bummer. Aaron Bummer's stuff is legitimate. He is elite. He is an elite reliever in this league. It's not just his ability to strike people out. It's his ability to get out of jam situations, become that double, you know, get that double play ball in the infield when he needs it. He knows what he's doing, and he does it very, very well. He's what? an elite reliever in this league. He a thousand percent is. My problem was I typed Bummer. And deleted it and put Hendricks. Uh, like I, oh, really? I literally like I'm on the edge of a knife with this one, where it's like it could go either way. And Hendricks is just, you know, he's big money for a reason. That that's all you gotta say. He's big money for a reason. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. He's going to be great. But I am super pumped for. Seeing Aaron Bummer continue to do what he does well. You're damn right? right. Everybody is. And fucking lefty too. Just just throw just sprinkle that in on top. He's fucking filthy. And just just for just for decadence, he's also All a lefty. Alright. Alright. Well, speaking of lefties, let me have you go on your rant now about comeback player of the year. Comeback player of the year. Thank you. I've been waiting. Your man's Carlos Rodon. His fastball's never been more electric. His stuff has never been better. His legs have never been more under him. It's legit. It's real. He hasn't been healthy until this year. Are you kidding me? Yes. A thousand times out of a thousand, he's going to be the comeback player of the year. And not just for the White Sox. He's going to be comeback player of the year for the league. Comeback player of the year in M- in Major League Baseball, according to Hot Take Tommy. Here. Yeah, you're damn right. He and is you going know, to be you know Carlos Rodon. I'm talking wow. about Carlos Rodon. And yeah, and we're talking about lefties with uh, with Bummer, right? No, yeah, it's 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 Carlos Rodon. And goddamn his his pitch, his fucking. I'm sorry. I I know I've gushed about this before, but his like his just his his throw, his approach, the way he pitches is just. So effortless. When you and think smooth, and I'm gonna be a contrarian again. I'm gonna be a contrarian again. It's so nice. And I'm, I'm gonna so, stick I'm with pitching. Go think ahead. about the guy who sat out last year because of personal reasons. Think about the guy who had so much promise crumble in an instance because of a Tommy John surgery. Think about the guy who is going to carry this rotation for the years to come. Michael oh, oh. Kopech, comeback player of the year for the White Sox. I'm so excited. Let's fucking get it. This is Darth Vader Kopech. Let's get it. I'm so excited. He is the Anakin Skywalker of this organization. He is the chosen one. You know, you are the chosen one. <laughs> you know, I agree that he's Anakin Skywalker of this organization, but I, I, I still see him as Phantom Menace Anakin Skywalker, where he's like the little tiny boy who's in love with a 30-year-old woman. So hey, man. 
I ain't saying he a gold digger. <laughs> I I just I'm sorry. I I don't see it. I, I not yet. Not yet. And no, this is his time to shine. This is his time to shine. It's Rodon's time, especially to, shine. to start it's, in the bullpen and then work his way into that starter position and be that. I, I'm trying to think of like somebody who did that in the in the playoffs. Think about like Julio Urias, right? Fair. The Dodgers, right? Got That's how I out see the Michael Kopech being, right? Mm-hmm. And like filling in and eating eating innings in eating innings, quote unquote, in the playoffs, but in a quality way, right? Yeah. And yeah. just being an absolute freaking stud because that's who Michael Kopech is and that's how good his stuff is. All right. Coach of the year, Tom. <laughs> Coach of the year. <laughs> who are you taking? <laughs> 1,000 times out of 1,000, Joe McEwing. And not because it's Joe McEwing, because it's not Nick Capra. And I don't know if you've heard this before, but... Fucking, I hate Nick Capra. I think a lot of White Sox Twitter hates (laughs) Nick Capra, so that's totally fair. So, again, a thousand times out of a thousand, I'm taking the Super Joe as coach of the year for the White Sox. For the White Sox. Here's the thing. I don't think he's as impactful. I think this offense is going to continue to flourish. It flourished last year. And with the same hitting coach that is able to look back on the areas of weakness last year and continue to fulfill those throughout the offseason and, you know, take a strong core, talented core, and continue to develop on that, that's what is going to happen with this organization. Like, that's what Frank Menachino. Okay, Frank yeah, okay. Menachino <laughs> is my guy. Frank Menachino is going to be my coach of the year, quote-unquote, for the White Sox. I think he's going to have the most impact, even more than your guy, Ethan Katz. <laughs> Aaron Kantz is a good is a good pitching coach. I'll give you that. Wow, you're calling him a good pitching coach already, and he's been with the organization for a total of three months. He's a okay. Clearly, his track record speaks already. You know, he's got three because he fixed seats, right? I, no, stop, stop, please, please, don't. No, he fixed Rodon. Pardon me. <laughs> Steroids fixed Rodon. We've we have established that fact. Steroids fixed Rodon. Um, he, he goes on, you know, it's funny, you know, you call steroids a balanced diet, a healthy, balanced breakfast, right? Um, he went on (laughs) the White Sox talk podcast with our Chuck. And what did he say? He said that his diet, his diet is what has gotten better for him. And so what that tells me is that he admitted to the White Sox talk podcast Yes, I'm taking steroids, you know. <laughs> Honestly, though. It just uh-oh. went right over our Chuck's head. I mean, there's nothing else you can say about that. <laughs> uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's getting real. It's getting real. Well, Tom, we wanted to close out on one more thing. Mm-hmm. I think we're starting to hit peak fun. Yes, So uh, we should probably close and this thing out. Look, it's 7.30. We've only got an hour and a half before the fucking game. Let's I'm go. I'm so pumped. G. Wado's going to shove, baby. He's and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna rock our guy, uh... Rock that guy, Dylan Bundy. You already know. <laughs> I'm sorry. If you're going to try to throw Dylan Bundy at the White Sox, you got another thing coming. It's, hey, I'm sorry. Pray, it's, for the, pray for the league, right? No more pray for my liver, right? <laughs> Even though I'm still doing this podcast with you. All right. Oh, oh it's my fault. Your liver is my fault. Yeah, absolutely. Get the fuck out absolutely. of here with that. <laughs> On that note. So what I, our wager 
for this upcoming year is going to be another Carlos Rodon based wager. Damn right, it's going to be another Carlos Rodon wager. What what would this be if we didn't have a Carlos Rodon based wager for the year, right? This wouldn't be us. No, we, we got to stay on brand here. <laughs> and I tried to get you to to kind of move the needle a little bit on the number, but you're you're set. You're dead set on this I'm number. Damn. And set you said it's a set, and I was like, okay, fine. We're not going to move the needle. So our last over under, <laughs> as as even though we kind of went through our over under segment already, this is the last one. Carlos Rodon, ten wins on the season, and you're saying over. <laughs> and I am definitely saying under. Fuck you, first of all. He's out. Yes, over. Yes, over. Yes, over. And 100%, if our fifth. That's what I got to say. Fuck you. If our fifth, start, fifth starter hits 10 wins on the season, good God. Good God. We're fine. We're good. We're good. Correct. But it won't be Carlos. I hate you. It's going to be a combination of guys that are going to hit those 10 wins in the five spot. When we hit double digits. When Carlos Rodon and I hit. Michael Kopech. When we, as in myself and Carlos Rodon, hit 10 wins. And Ashley, right? And Ashley with the Twitter feed, which is a fantastic follow if you haven't followed it. Um, No, I, I literally, literally cannot understand your pessimism it's it's, it's not it's pessimism so it's realism it is realism i have a feeling he's gonna get hurt again i have a feeling that kopech is gonna start filling in starter innings toward the last couple months of the season even starting after the all-star break i got i got the under on carlos road even though pitcher wins i'm not a big fan of pitcher wins to begin with <laughs> i i you was already waiting, know that i was i am not a fan of the statistic to begin with <laughs> but i will i will mash the under on 10 wins for Carlos Rodon for the season, for the regular season. I was waiting for you to comment on how unimportant pitcher wins are. They probably only matter to me and the actual picture of of record. But 10 wins are bust. Let's fucking go. Hit Let's that under, baby. Go. Hit that under. All right. As we move into uh, the conclusion of this thing, Tom, what are your final thoughts? Final thoughts, G-Ludo's about to rock our fucking world. Nothing else matters. Let's go. It's opening day. The Twins lost. The Cleveland Baseball Club lost. It's time to get a dub. Get yourself in the win column. Get yourself a fucking first place stat. Let's go. Hey, let's go out and get a win. Let's uh, let's try and have a successful homestand against the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Los Angeles? Los Angeles Angels? Yeah, the loss. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. No, I'm... Los Angeles. I'm trying to say they're going to fucking lose Dylan Bunny on the mound. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me I like that. that. I like that. Um, Well, hey, tough West Coast road stand ahead, but I'm looking forward. Mm. By the time we get back onto the mic, Tom, we'll probably be talking about the upcoming homestand. Yes, and how excited am I for that? Let's go. Most definitely. All right, well... In Han we trust. Spend the money we must. And we probably will at some point. Have a good one, everybody. (laughs) 